is 7.45. That's Central Standard Time on a Saturday morning when we do our little wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Good morning from Bonne, France, Denny. Well, bonjour, mon ami. How, how much, how exciting that is. It is because, you know, this time of year in Bone is like being in Louisville at the Kentucky Derby or Indianapolis for the Indy 500 or in the Super Bowl. It, it's a major, major event for, in the wine world. It's the auction at the Auspice de Bone. The Auspice de Bone is a hospital in the heart of Bone. And every year, for hundreds of years, they've had an annual auction where the hospital sells vineyards that are the wine from vineyards that have been donated through the years uh, to support the hospital. And so it's a big, big auction that occurs tomorrow, Sunday. And then the festivities leading up to it, it's called the Three Glories, uh, Trois Glorious. And the reason for that is uh, these various events where you have the auction and then you have a dinner at Clove Show. And then on Monday you have a poi. And a poi is where it's sort of a celebration at the end of the harvest. Everybody brings a bottle of their best wine and they share it with everybody else. It's a wonderful big picnic on a Monday afternoon. The only problem with it, it starts at noon and finishes about 7.30. So you can imagine there's a lot of wonderful partying and celebration, etc., and lots of drinking of good, good wines uh, that occurs during that. At any rate, we stay right in the heart of Bone uh, at a hotel that I've been staying at for about 45 years called Le Sep, the Mushroom. And it is a charming hotel. You know, it's furnished in a Victorian type of a furniture and uh, just a lovely place. And the best thing about it is the location because you can walk everywhere. And today is the big market day. They come from all over southern France and market their goods here in uh, Bone on this big holiday. They have train rides. People come down from Paris through the day. Etc. So it's very, very busy. There's bands, and you see people walking around in medieval costumes. At the hotel I'm staying at, all the staff is garbed in medieval costumes, and it makes for very, very festive time and note. And of course, the most important thing is tomorrow with the auction of wines, and that sets the prices for Burgundy for that year. You know, we've talked about Burgundy in the past. It's a wonderful area called the Cote d'Or, the Golden Slope, and it's divided into two parts, the Cote de Bonne and the Cote de Nuit. Cote de Bonne is the southern part. Chardonnay is the principal grape type in the Cote de Bonne. In fact, all over Burgundy, there's only really two major grape types. Red wines are all Pinot Noir. White wines are all Chardonnay. And they, there's a few other little things, like they make a little Gamay, with red wines, and they make a little aligoté with the white wine. But for all intents and purposes, they're the only two wines to think about when you think about Burgundy, is Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. And in my humble opinion, they're the greatest expressions of those two grapes in the entire world come from this part of the world in Burgundy. We have great, great Pinot Noirs coming to us from Oregon and California, and I drink them all the time and love them dearly. But if you really want to taste the greatest complexity uh, that Pinot Noir can be, you have to taste some of these wines from Burgundy. They're just 
completely outstanding. And the white wines, you know, a good Merceau, uh, when you taste one, you'll never forget it. It really is a remarkable thing. Uh, you know, we make brilliant Chardonnays all over the world. But in my opinion, the most complex and complicated and yet intriguing to taste and enjoy with food come from here in Burgundy. So, but yeah, as you can see, see here from what I'm saying, it's sort of a love affair I have with this part of the world. It, it's just charming. Uh, it's a medieval city. Uh, it's designated a historic landmark, so they can't change anything in the whole city of Bone. On the outside, you can go inside and be in the most modern apartment you've ever seen in your life. But on the outside, it looks like something that was built in the 13th or 14th century because that is a medieval walled city. And the charm of it is just amazing. And when you walk through the auspice itself, the hospital where the benefit is for, where patients were in this hospital up until 30 years ago, which is relatively recent in time. And today it's, of course, a museum. And you see this wonderful old hospital uh, and how they treated things. My favorite is these have these skinny little beds. And if you, in medieval times, had a fever and somebody else had the chills, they'd put you in bed together, figuring one would cancel the other out. And, of course, the best part of being in that hospital is you got almost a half a gallon of wine a day. So that obviously helped whatever your ailment was, uh, drinking all that wine, no question about it, or at least calmed you down a bit. But anyhow, it's a fascinating, beautiful, beautiful medieval city. And at this time of day, the Saturday afternoon, uh, the bands are everywhere. They have costumes everywhere. They have stuff going on. They're making barrels. They're corking, uncorking wines contests. Waiters are running down the streets with trays of wine to see who can complete uh, uh, 1K race uh, without spilling any of the Great, uh, the the wine in the glass. I mean, it, it's just uh, hilarious to watch and to see, and it's so much fun to be part of it. It is like we have in the Twin Cities the Renaissance Festival, but this is really a Renaissance town. They're dressed in Renaissance costumes, and you really feel like you're part of the history here. And uh, like I say, what a noble history it is. The wines of this area are some of the greatest in the world. The wines of Burgundy are, you know, we talk about Bordeaux, Burgundy, Napa Valley, etc., and the wines of South Africa. But this little bitty town here in the middle of France, uh, Bonne, France, is really the headquarters for all of Burgundy, whether it's way up in the north on the uh, Cote de Nuit or it's way down in the south on the Cote de Bonne. The wines all come together, and you can go around town here and buy wonderful wines. You can have oysters with them or the little cheese puffs they make that are their favorite here. And, of course, they have a saying, you've heard me say it before, when we're buying wine, eat apples. When you're selling wine, serve cheese. And there's a good reason for that. When they serve cheese, cheese sort of coats your tongue in that. It makes most wines taste pretty good. When you bite into an apple, the acid inside that apple causes your taste buds to snap to attention and pay more attention to what you're drinking. And that's a wonderful part 
of analyzing wine. And you, you can do that here and taste hundreds of wines on these little stalls in the street. And, and you know, that isn't all they have is wine and cheese and things like that. But they do have other things, pâtés, terrine, escargot, which is snails, uh, all sorts of wonderful uh, homemade pâtés. And, and one of the best here is something called jambon persila, and which is ham cut up and then served in a parsley aspect. And it's just delicious. It goes very, very well with any white burgundy. Uh, marriage made in heaven. And the red wine, you know, you can have the wonderful uh, chicken that they do here, uh, chicken depressed, which are blue-legged chickens uh, that are absolutely outstanding. Last night we were very fortunate to have a dinner with the Boisset family. And they, of course, are like the gallows of Burgundy. They own lots and lots of different things, Bouchard and Malmaison, to mention a few, Javelin, etc. And they had a, a family dinner in their new winery, which incidentally, everybody who's ever coming to Burgundy ought to go to Neuilly St. George and take a look at the Boisset Winery. It is, in my opinion, they've put a vineyard on top of the winery. So they dug it underground. It was an old uh, convent, and it has been... Uh, just it's so new and modern and exquisite it's just hard to imagine in my opinion it's certainly in the top three wineries in the entire world architecturally it just takes your breath away what they've done there and uh, of course they're old family friends of ours and what a wonderful dinner we had together and we had that wonderful chicken uh with the blue legs for dinner and it was just a terrific dinner and we ended the dinner by playing a game where the winemaker, Gregory, pulled out different vintages and had the guests. There were about 25 of us at the winery. Uh, we would guess the wine that he was serving, and it, it, that made uh, an extraordinary evening even that much more extraordinary. It added to the fun of the evening and the gaiety, as well as the real intense concentration of those fabulous old wines uh, where you get an opportunity to taste them, which uh, unfortunately most of us don't get an opportunity to taste old wine to see how they really develop and express themselves. Wine has become sort of an instant gratification thing. Um, people want to drink wine today to, for instant gratification. They want it to be wonderful. And there's nothing wrong with that. That old uh, idea, frankly, of buying wine to drink 10 years down the line it's not au courant. It's not popular at the moment with either winemakers or with the buying public. Buying public has dictated they want wine that they can drink right now, and that's what they're doing. And uh, Burgundy is really so responsive to that. And when you go through this new winery of Boisset, all organic, I mean, it, it's just almost breathtaking to see what a fabulous job they've done on this brand new banking new winery. And like I say, if you're ever in this part of the world, you'll have to give us a call at Haskell's. We'll make arrangements for you to be able to walk through that winery. Oh, wow. It's, believe me, worth the visit. Fantastic. Jack, it sounds like a marvelous time. And I want to remind our listeners, you don't have to go to France to get all the good wines that Jack's talking about. Just to go to any one of the Haskell's locations. That's right. I'm over here buying wine for you over there. And I'll tell you what, the folks at Haskell's 
love to chat about wine. They love to pair wine with foods, and they're damn good at it. Believe me, they know what they're talking about. And there's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine and get those wines that are exceptional that you will love dearly. Believe me, there's a Haskell's near you in Bloomington, Excelsior. We have a Haskell's in Faribault right off of 35. Our super seller up in Maple Grove is not to be believed. There's on one wall over 16,000 bottles of wine. That's a lot of wine. And the Haskell's in downtown Minneapolis, where we have free parking on Saturday and Sunday. Minnetonka, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury to it. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. It'll take you right to our website where you can peruse the vineyards of the world at Haskell's. And don't forget the folks at Haskell's, we too deliver. And Jack, are you going to be back in CCO land uh, next Saturday? I I will be back uh, on Monday. <laughs> oh, you will? That soon? Well, have, just a, a quick weekend here for the auction. And uh, incidentally, I suppose I should mention the fact that uh, the 19 vintage, particularly for the Reds in this part of the world, is very, very good. I, I just enjoyed tasting them so much. I'd compare them to the 09s 10 years ago. Uh, a very, very good vintage. Oh, and I did forget to mention, you know, we have senior discounts at all the Haskell stores on all day Sunday. Get your senior discount if you're over 63. And as my wife is saying in the background, don't forget to tell them about that big tasting tonight at the Lafayette Club. Oh, that's tonight. <laughs> that's tonight. Outstanding. At the Club. All right, Jack. Well, have a safe trip back, and we'll talk to you one week from today. Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. All right. Have a great trip. Jack Farrell calling us from France this morning.